welcome to the Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus spoiler cast here on the Tiny Disc Podcast. I am Robert Scarponito. I'm joined here by Jack Cepeda. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Colin is not with us because he still hasn't played or beaten the game. So, Colin, if you're listening to this... Stop listening. Listener, if you haven't beaten the game and don't want to be spoiled on BJ's wonderful adventures through neo-Nazi America, stop listening. And without further ado, let the spoilers commence. What a crazy, crazy game. I just have to say off the top, I was expecting a good game and a good story. What I got was a good game with a great story. and. Ab- fantastic like absolutely this game the story is definitely what drives it the most for me you know like it's hard to find some of those games where even if the gameplay is really good you're kind of in that mode of like i'm just doing this to find out what the next cutscene has in store for me you know like yeah sometimes you feel that way which isn't to say the gameplay is bad it's just that's how good the story is it definitely the gameplay yeah served to further the story right and vice versa and i just couldn't help but like keep playing like i was like i have to see what happens next i have to see what happens next i feel like every five minutes or so in the story of this game something happened i'm like well there's just no way i can go to sleep now i have to see you know what's going on like well i'm just obviously going to play this now for three four more hours but at the same time there were moments and we'll get into it but there were moments where i was like holy shit i have to actually stand up and walk away for a minute you know what i mean like i have to like just mentally process what happened in this game so yeah with that let's let's tackle this i think in a chronological sense i think that'd probably be the best way to make sure we hit all the story points we want to hit that are like really important without missing anything and things slipping through the cracks let's start at the start yes so wow the start okay in the mm. first 15 minutes, I don't remember if I said it on the main podcast, but I had to walk away. I had to just be like, I need to process these emotions that it's giving me. And it was mm. specifically at the part where your dad's like, kill the dog. Well, don't jump just to that. I mean, other crazy stuff happens before it, then, too. Yeah, yeah. But that, that to me is like the highlight of the intro. But oh, I guess to pull back a little bit. So it picks up, as we said, right where the first game ends. Like, the same frame, same scene, BJ bleeding out, dying, um, and his friends find him, you know, all the resistance get there, and, like, man, I, I remember very specifically, because you're, you're seeing that scene in first person from BJ, so you're, like, looking up to them, like, while you're on the stretcher or whatever, while they're carrying you to, like, the ship to get you out of there. And your and, guts are falling out of your body. Yeah, and literally one of them says, his intestines are out of his body, and I'm like, uh. fuck, that's not <laughs> something I want to hear. Is this the part where you're in the wheelchair or are we getting to that? Um, well, I mean, we're, we're going to get to that, I guess. So, okay, okay. yeah, like so they, they spend like, you know, they patch you up, put you back together and you're in a coma for like weeks. Right. And as he's in this coma, they kind of flash back to BJ's like childhood memories. So, you know, there are scenes where his mom like locks him in the closet because his dad, Rip, is like looking for him to tear him a new one or something. And Sophia, the mom's like, no, I will not let you hurt my son, not our son, my son. Mm -hmm. And the whole reason his dad is looking for him is because he saw him um, playing with a black girl. 
And this right. is like what, like the sixties or so? Well, I guess the forties. No, wouldn't it be? Yeah, it'd be around the forties. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember the game very, like specifically. Rip would say, like he'd use the N word. He used it twice mm-hmm. in that first ten minutes to describe this little girl. You right. know, like I won't have my son getting sweet on some little N word. You right. know, like that to me set this tone of like, man, his dad is an ass. Yeah, total dick. He just abuses everybody and everything around him, and he doesn't care about anyone except number one. Yeah. And, like, one of the childhood memories ends with him, like, choking, like, rip choking little BJ out and saying, you know, you know, the old and the weak are doomed, and you're so frail, and, you know, just, like, literally bullying his son. And this is after he smacks his mom down on the ground, throws the dog against the wall it's like it's so brutal and it's like it puts you in that feeling right of feeling helpless and fragile it makes you feel powerless as a little kid right away yeah and it's in those moments that i that i kind of put together like just how bj became the nazi killing machine he is right because you have this rugged harshness from his dad you know who's very clearly like ends justify the means you know um I do what's good for me. I'm a selfish person who'll fight for whatever and whoever I can to get what I need, which in a way like really embodifies what BJ's become, but he still has that gentle nature from his mom's side. You know, like you see that a lot in the first game when he's like meeting Anya and he falls in love Mm -hmm. with her and all that. So it all kind of comes together to create this beautiful Nazi killing machine. Also part of the story of note. I didn't know this. I didn't play. I didn't play maybe about half of the first game so maybe this is revealed later but or earlier i mean but in this game i didn't realize that bj's half jewish right his mm-hmm. mother uh zofia and it's revealed that well why would rip his dad ever marry zofia it's revealed in that beginning part like it was only because it was to his advantage right and to and to meet his means that's all he used her basically for whatever reason to get ahead in life and he ends up you know later on using her again to get ahead so it's such a sad tragic beginning and it kind of culminates into that scene you called out earlier. Yeah, where he wants you to kill your dog. Rip, like, ties BJ to this little thing. I don't really know how to describe it. <laughs> yeah, but, like a weird saddle kind of thing. I don't know. It's a weird thing in the basement, and he, and he ties your hands down, puts a shotgun, and ties your dog down, puts a shotgun in your hands, and tells you to ki- shoot your own dog. Yeah, question. Did you actually shoot the dog or not? <laughs> Hell no. I was like, oh, thank God. At least I can aim away and pull the trigger that way. And the whole time, I never one second went by where I was like, I'm going to kill this dog. Like, no way. Right. But did you do the same thing? Yeah. No, I aimed far and away as far as I could. And and for me, I was like, is this going to be far enough? Like shotgun spread. I'm worried it's still going to graze the dog. Right. Right. But luckily it misses. But then your dad's like, you're a piece of shit. And then he picks up the gun and just guns the dog down. Oh, yeah. And it's brutal, dude. Yeah. Man, that it, it's so rough. That was one of those parts. I'm like, wow, this game is not playing. It's one of the most brutal intros I can ever think of in any game. Seriously. It's like Quentin Tarantino Kill Bill levels, right? Of just like pain and suffering. And then they put BJ in a wheelchair and he guns down a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> In a wheelchair, by the way, with SMGs, which was such a cool way to start the game off gameplay-wise as well. But it's interesting. They're like, oh, I know what we're going to do. Wolfenstein 2, tank controls. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, oh, all right. Tank controls, fine. Well, this works. And somehow it did work. 
Yeah, so they give you the tank controls there. You meet like quite a few of the different uh, resistance members, and uh, just to kind of keep things going, you eventually get this power suit that was once used by Caroline from the last game, who is the leader of the rebellion group, the Chrysau Circle. And right, there's a cool name. Yeah, and uh, the moment where you see her die, like wowie, <laughs> that was that was a moment that really set up Frau Angle. If you haven't played the first game. Yeah, so we're also introduced right to the crazy villain Angle yep. in this game, and you're introduced to her uh, daughter uh, Sigrun as well in this scene, and the parallels. Right, there's like three parallel things happening there in the beginning, where BJ's dad Rip is telling him to kill the dog, and then you have uh, Angle telling Sigrun her daughter to behead the lady. And then if you uh, remember as well in the in the U-boat, uh, there was also the one guy, I can't remember his name already, I'm forgetting it, but he's telling Max Huss to kill the pig for oh, food. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's his name? I don't remember his name because he's kind of like, that's the only scene I remember him being in even in this game. No, it's game. like the Jamaican guy, right? Is it the Jamaican guy who says that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bombate. Thank you. Bombate. He's like telling Max Huss, he's giving him the knife like, hey, pig needs to be food now. So it's like interesting that all three of those happen very, you know, kind of densely. It's almost like an echo, right? Yeah. Echo, echo. So it's an interesting thing. Um, so back to the the, the execution. Um, it it was kind of gross too. I've never seen quite a graphic behead. I've seen beheadings in games before, but this one like really hit home because she like just revels in her in Angle's pure evil. Right? She holds up the head right to your face, then she like puts it up to her daughter's face and makes like a kissing noise mm-hmm. and then puts the head like imp- i can't even i don't even want to say it she just does really gross stuff with the head yeah <laughs> like just like wow it puts that beheading in skyrim when you go to like that northern winter town if you remember that or no that's solitude. nothing well, yeah, yeah that's, that's, nothing. that's like nothing compared to this it's insane seriously yeah. Um, but that's also the moment where you finally get to put your feet in that power suit and you finally get to feel a little bit of that power fantasy that is mm-hmm. BJ motherfucking Blaskowitz. I was getting serious dead space vibes from that suit. Same. And it was it was cool, though. But I was like, oh, rest in peace, dead space. Yeah. So <laughs> you use that suit. Yeah. You, you get out of the Osmerzer and you free the German U-boat, the Evas Hammer, right? You free that mm-hmm. thing from their clutches, and uh, your new mission is basically just to start a, re- a rebellion, a revolution, the second American Revolution in Killing 1961 Nazis. America, nice. where the Nazis won and they've taken over everything. So you start your journey in New York, like New York, New York, post post newt new york yeah they, which by the way was that, that's basically yeah that's how, basically how the nazis win world war ii in this alternate timeline they discover nuclear fusion fission first whatever they come up with the first atom bomb and they use it on america's mainland yeah and man just see just like i'm so glad that the fact that new york was bombed wasn't just a detail but it was like you get to live it you get to see what new york mm-hmm. has become because oh, yeah. of it you know yeah um so yeah you run through those levels you get to grace walker who is one of the newer cast members you meet her husband super special which are the most 60s fucking characters i've ever <laughs> seen in a game <laughs> i love that scene where you meet uh grace and special uh it was just such a great character moment for her she really is the jules winfield 
from uh, Pulp Fiction, right? Like the female version of that. I mean, it was so great. And, and just the acting and the, I mean, the eye acting, if you know what I mean. Yeah. In this game, for a video game, it, it had some of the best, like, um, uh, motion capture, facial recognition stuff that I've ever seen in a game. It was it was awesome. And the cinematography, too, with the camera panning. It was just so well done, I thought. Yeah, just the way that you're introduced to their characters, just... I thought I wouldn't like the newer characters in Wolfenstein 2 as much, and that's maybe about half true, which is better than I expected, to be honest, because mm-hmm. Grace Walker is fantastic. Like, she takes yeah. control of the Chrysau Circle at that point, but you're kind of okay with it, because she's such an interesting... Like, she's the kind of character who uses motherfucking, like, every <laughs> other se- every other word, every other sentence, yeah. you know? She's got sass. Yeah. Is she pregnant or at that part, or does she just have a kid already? She has a kid already. Okay, okay. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. Um, or well, maybe. Oh man, I don't remember. It's been a while since I played it. There's so um, much in this game. It's yeah. hard to keep it all, you know, straight with just one playthrough. Right. And the game, you know, does reward multiple playthroughs as well. So yeah, I mean, basically, she and Super Special are a thing. Uh, and mm-hmm. Super Special, she's a fun character. I love how he's like, yeah, I used to be a lawyer, but also there are aliens out there, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dripping with character, man. They're yeah. all very well developed. They all have great arcs. I mean, it was a great ensemble. BJ is a is a good character, but he's surrounded by a great ensemble cast. Absolutely. Uh, so after you recruit them, uh, Grace Walker is like, okay, here's your next mission: infiltrate the uh, Oberkommandant or whatever, like the big Oberkommand. Yeah, the big super cool place in Roswell, New Mexico, and just set off a nuke in it. You can do that, right, BJ? Of course you can. Man, they like found like alien technology or something, right? And they're yeah. like using it. That shit's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so this is the point where you finally get to that that scene that was in like one of the first trailers for this game where you get to see like a small American town that's been Nazified, but they're like mm-hmm. celebrating and they're happy for their new overlords who finally brought them peace. Yeah. And there's that scene, right, where BJ's in that that diner and he's just hanging out there with that fire uh, that fire extinguisher or whatever. And that full Nazi, of nuke. <laughs> yeah, full of nuke. And that Nazi com- commander comes in and he's like, can I have a strawberry milkshake? Those are really good. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Who are you, sir? You seem very Aryan. You know, just like he's talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he's like, let me see your papers. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that was so cool. It was, was so weird seeing just small town America seeing like a Nazi parade and like Americans cheering and like, you know, welcome it with open arms uh, before that scene, too, as well. I want to come back to this. But before that scene uh, in the diner with the milkshake, there was a scene as well right off the top where two guys are walking around in KKK mm-hmm. full regalia and the Nazi guy is sitting there like, oh, I hope you, uh, you know, are enjoying your your new masters now or whatever. And they're like, oh, and they have like Southern accent. They're like, oh, yes, sir. We love it. You know, Nazis forever, you know, and all this stuff. And it just really made me laugh. Like this is this interaction. For one, I don't really listen to idle chatter too often in video games. But in this game, it's so good mm. that I had to st- I had to just stand there and listen to this entire like five minute conversation. But it made me think like the the developers of the game really thought about like what if actual Nazi as Nazis took over actual Southern America, you know, the whole country. Like you have to you have to take all our stupid people too, right? You can't just have like the smart good people in America. You get all the dummies. And that scene really brought that home because he's trying to say, do you, have you learned German? Do you know how to say thank you in German? And they're like, a danky, 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 and the and the Nazi uh, 
guy soldier just gets mad at them because they're so dumb and he's like you need to practice your de- your destroying my beautiful language and they're like oh sorry sir i promise we'll work on it harder i promise and it just really made me laugh so hard because i was like this is what would actually happen if like real ass nazis talk to like you know kentucky people here in the hills like man talk just go go ahead man just go do your thing it sounds like boomhauer yeah it just it made me laugh so hard yeah no, i was i was kind of a big fan of how they actually brought back the kkk for this to show that like you know it's not just the nazis right that could be evil right. in, a, in this right. new america oh, and sure. yeah just just the way that they portrayed like this is the new status quo right like if you were living in this america that's probably what your life would be like you know, where you're enjoying this parade where thank God for our new overlords and our new saviors. And I don't know if you read mm-hmm. many of the like the newspapers and the letters and the papers that are scattered around, but they show a lot of like opinion pieces that are mm-hmm. published in newspapers in the universe where people are saying stuff like, There's no point in fighting against the Nazis, you know, like they've won the they've won the war and frankly, they're more efficient and they're better than any of our previous leaders could have ever been and stuff like just like making, you know, yeah. quote common sense arguments as to why like just let it happen. It's all good. Yeah. It's all fine. Pretty good world building. It I definitely was reading a lot more than I do in, in a lot of these games with uh just, you know, a lot of things to pick up and read and invest time in. Um, but then towards like the second half of it, I know you had already beat the game and I was just kind of trying to rush and catch up with you, so I kind of <laughs> stopped reading them. But I know that they were, you know, they were thoughtfully done for sure. Yes. And um, worth the time. Yeah. So you play through the game some more, you you blow up Roswell, New Mexico with a nuke. <laughs> Because why not? <laughs> it's so crazy that because I know it's coming, right? Like blowing up Roswell, New Mexico with a nuke is usually the finale of any video game. This yep. is like the second chapter of this game. It gets so much crazier. Than that. Yeah. And then it gets to my personal favorite part of the game. Yeah. One of the highlights for sure. Yeah. Where you wa- you're like he like BJ takes a detour to Mesquite, Texas, his hometown, his back to his Blaskowitz home. Mm-hmm. And you get to explore. It's basically a walking simulator, it right? Is. Just like out of nowhere, you know, you get to explore all these context clues. You get to trigger cutscenes by like walking to different sections. And wow, I I don't think I like normally when it comes to shooting games, like you want the gameplay to be high octane like all the time, usually. Mm-hmm. But this, I was, it was a welcome change for sure. That I loved with how much it developed BJ in that moment. You know, because keep in mind, he is like a broken man. Like his inner monologue throughout this whole part of the game is like, I'm close to death on you, but I can't tell you because if I tell you, it'll be more of a burden on you. And Right. You because know, he's he, in that suit. That's the only thing keeping him alive because he's literally, you know, about to die right before he gets put in that that mech suit. Yeah. So he's like on his last breath and he decides, let's revisit my old home. And you get to see like cutscenes of him hanging out with Billy, you know, the young African-American girl. And, you know, just Those having childlike fun. Those scenes are rough because she like, you know, there's they're laying in the grass and she confesses to him. And keep in mind, she she has to be really brave to say this because he's white. She's black. That's a no, no, you know, in, in that time in America. And it's just sad, but that's reality. And uh, she like has to whisper that she has a crush on him. And he just, you know, and that scene was just like, man. That yeah. was rough. And then and then the part where uh the rat is drowning in the bucket and and BJ doesn't really care, but she cares and she has compassion. She doesn't want the rat to drown. It's very powerful stuff, man. And yeah. then you think uh you think it can't get any crazier and then you go into the house. Yeah, you walk into the house, man. 
the house is in shambles oh it was scary i was like this is this is scary stuff i was actually kind of free i was in the house by myself like i was in my house by myself in the dark and i was like looking at my shoulder (laughs) yeah um if if i had to guess the main point of him being there right was to pick up that ring that his mom showed him like way back in the beginning his mom showed him that ring like this is very important but don't let your dad see it you know how your dad is it was in the family Um, for generations she said for eight generations so he was going back to get it, presumably, and, you know, this is a spoiler cast, to marry Anya or to propose yeah. to her at the very least. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, you get up to the master bedroom. You rifle through the, the drawers. You find the ring. Dude, and- I was I so believed it when he saw that ring. Like, I so believed that character, like, found, you know, like his, the purpose of his life. Yeah. Like, just the, his reaction to it when he found the ring and, like, held it close to his chest. I just thought it was a a very well acted uh, scene. Yeah, and it's 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 extra tough too, right? Because you know, like he just found his purpose mm-hmm. after he knows his time is really short. Like he knows mm-hmm. he has like what two right. weeks at most. Man, yeah. Heavy. And the camera pans around, and right behind Ooh. him, sitting on a chair, <sighs> Rip motherfucking Blaskowitz. <laughs> his dad is there, his and dad. you wouldn't expect him to be there because it's like a. Uh, uh, a desolate house right it's like uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for dilapidated like, broken yeah, dilapidated down. it's just yeah it's a derelict that's the word yeah it's a derelict house there's there's no one should be living there but and his dad even says right he says like i knew you were coming here or i heard you were somehow he caught like, wind that bj might be there and he he has a much nicer ranch you know like 600 acres or something like that and he said like far away but he came here to see his son not because he misses him but because he wants to kill him or turn him in yeah, because like he, his dad is on the Nazi side. His dad, if you also pick up around the ranch, if you pick up all the um, the things to read, you can also tell that he turned in all his neighbors. He sold everybody out to the Nazis. He sold his own wife out. He sold his BJ's mom out. Tournament, he said, yeah, he said it's a white man's world. You know, they took all the... I'll just say he took all the people out. He said other words besides that, but yeah. they took all those blank, blank, and blank out, and white man got to keep it Christian. That's what he said. No, I remember when I was reading one of the, the notes, and one of the notes hinted at, like, Rip could have sold out Sophia. I remember reading yeah. that and feeling like, he fucking didn't. Did he fuck? It's I fucking hate, crazy. You wouldn't think, him. yeah so yeah. much like you oh, have yeah. this seething hatred for him and then when you actually see his face never ever wanted to punch my monitor so bad because <laughs> it's like you're a douche well so so what happens is we'll um propel for what happens is he holds a gun to bj's head and bj's like you know there was a time where i would have been scared of you where i would have felt you know like running away balling up and crying but you know what i feel now absolutely nothing and he like slant and he uh smacks the shotgun away and then craziness it cuts to gameplay yeah <laughs> and yeah. i was like oh shit <laughs> i literally said that out loud when that <laughs> happened and like yeah you get to be the person not you don't watch it but you actually get to chop your own dad's arm off and then put a fucking hatchet in his chest and kill him that felt good that felt really good it shouldn't <laughs> it, it, have yeah but wow. it was, yeah it was crazy man it, it was a huge build-up and that was the kind of the finale and i was just thinking like man this game is so chock full of people i hate you know you've got <laughs> you've got uh angle you've got your dad like oh it's just just red hot rage going on and i don't know did you also um before that though did you end up going to the basement yes 
Me too. And like you go back to the part where he kills your dog and everything. And it's also of note that outside you get to visit where you buried your dog too. Mm-hmm. And you, you get to deal with that cutscene too. So it all culminates in you doing your dad in finally once and for all. And crazy, this, crazy and that, moment. Like that whole set piece would be a moment oh. that could be like near the end of the game, but we're like not even halfway yeah. through. That's a, yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's maybe like the thirty-three percent mark, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, the the next scene is, of course, the the Hitlers have found him. The Nazis have found him, and yeah. uh, they know he's in that house, and they just like pull the house out of the ground and that whole like yeah. gameplay scene is just you fighting in a house that's flying through the air and you're trying it to looks so good when it happened yeah. it looks, that game looks so good on pc the, the whole house rotates 90 degrees on its side and then you yeah. have to like traverse up to the top of of that pile of ha- old house right while you're fighting nazis by the way in the yeah. sky <laughs> yeah it's a really cool moment and in um, mesquite texas <laughs> Like you eventually break the claws that are grabbing the house. The house falls, and you know you're you're broken, beaten, scarred. Uh, the Nazis just crowbar the the suit off of your body. Oh yeah, and BJ is captured. And I remember at that moment feeling like, whoa, what? Where could this go? Where can this game go from here? There's more, but I want to know more. It's you know, so great. This game is. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> There's so much. Okay. There is. So. That scene where Super Spech breaks in to the to the um the cell and is like, We're gonna help He's your you lawyer, out. Yeah. You. Yeah. And this and weeks go by, by the way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um so like at this point, BJ's probably like near death. You sure. know, like there's there's not much you can do. So Super Spech breaks in, or not breaks in, but he infiltrates and then, you know, like tries to pull some sneaky shenanigans. And it all backfires. And Frau Angle knew from the beginning, and the Nazi guard who was like being quote tricked was playing it up and you know they're all like having a laugh like oh that was some really good acting you should be at hollywood <laughs> that was such you know? a heartbreaking scene for me i mean that really for some reason resonated with me because he's detailing the well-laid plan that the resistance you know set in place to get bj out of there he mentions that you know his wife his pregnant not wife but his pregnant girlfriend and the resistant fighters are hiding they're ready to uh, you know, they're ready to uh, drive them away. They have this, it's all figured out. It's going to be foolproof. And then as soon as they implement the plan, you think it's going to work? Nope. Special gets done in. Yeah. And did. What I like is that it kind of subverts your expectations, right? Because usually it's like, well, this is the lowest point we've reached. So yeah. the good guys have to come out on top somehow, right? No. Nope. And the Nazis just hold a big old middle finger right into your face. And you're like, no, you're going to die today, BJ. Like, there's no getting out of this one. Angle has a lot of scary moments in this game, but for me, this is one that just really sticks out. Uh, just such a crazy scene where after she kills Spesh, she you're you're like pinned up against a you're like tied to a girder, right, or something like that, and you're like yeah. pinned up against the wall, and she kills your friend, and then she sticks the gun like in your mouth, and she's like, "Do you remember what she said?" She's like. Can you like, taste that? She's like, can you taste the gunpowder that just killed your friend? And she, and the look on her face when she's saying it is just like, she's just loving every second of it. She's just frolicking in the misery. It's so messed up, and my skin just crawls thinking about that part. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so they move on to the scene where you're in the courtroom and they're trying you for like endless, countless murders. Yeah, because you're and- considered to Nazi America. You're considered, you know. Uh, Public enemy number one. You've, you're the you've worst terrorist. Tens, yeah, you're the worst terrorist in all all time, and you've killed tens of thousands of Nazis, which is a fact, but it's just yeah. 
matter terror, perspective, I guess. <laughs> terror Billy, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they do the thing where it's like, you know, we pronounce you guilty. We're going to send you to execution and you break out of your chains and you beat up all the Nazis and you kill all of them, which is literally a power fantasy. Like, it's it was literally awesome. BJ I was thinking dreaming. to myself, like, wow, this is so easy. I'm just rolling over these Nazis. This is awesome. Yeah. Bring, bring them on. And I remember at that point feeling like, okay, this is a little ridiculous even for Wolfenstein because they keep establishing that mm-hmm. BJ is a dead man walking. There's mm-hmm. no way he can do all this. Yeah. And it culminated into whole like this was just a dream sequence right but the way they ended it where he he gets out of the courtroom and he finds his mom you know who's just like sitting there and he's like i can't do this anymore mama i don't want to do this anymore man that was a lot to take from someone Mm -hmm. who's just you know like he's a nazi killing machine and seeing him break down and be human and you know Mm -hmm. he's tired of murdering yeah, it was, a, it was a powerful scene. And then I realized, like, oh, this is just a dream, right? When yeah. you see his mom there. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. But I think that was, like, the best way to tell you, JK, what you just did was a dream. For sure. And then they actually execute you. Sentence you to death. And then on the steps of, was, was it was it the White House or was it the steps? It was right by the Washington Monument in yeah, Washington, yeah. D.C. It's like a dark day. There's Nazi regalia and swastikas all over the, the monuments in Washington, D.C. Huge crowd out there, live TV audience. It was a very powerful scene when they wheel you out there to be killed. Yeah, and uh, Frau Engel literally beheads you with a sword, like a katana, and you get to see it happen in first person, which was very unsettling. <laughs> and like, it's I not a clean... Good. Yeah, I just I couldn't imagine that moment in VR. Like if Dude, you're playing that in VR, oh, yeah. like, fuck that. Yeah, it's it was not a clean kill either. She takes like three hacks at you mm-hmm. to get the job done, and it's just like oh oh yeah. And then, wow, man, there it is. You know, spread the news, let the world know. Terror Billy has finally been killed. So my reaction, I don't. Really, I want to hear what you thought about that scene, but my reaction to that scene was just like holy fucking shit. They're pulling a Metal Gear Solid too, like <laughs> like. There's going to be a different playable character now. You know, uh, uh, BJ's dead. He They actually went through with it. You're conditioned by games throughout history to say that, well, something's going to happen. We're, you're going to get saved. Something, you know, will go good. You're not really dead. But when she held up his head, right, and for everyone to see, I was like, no, he's, he's fucking dead. Like, we're going to have to play as someone else. This can't be the end of the game. What did you think? I thought what they were doing was one of those, like, uh, like at some point they'd freeze frame and be like, this is what will happen. And then they rewind and it'll go back to like the rebellion and they're planning something. else. like, we can't let uh, that happen. Like so a David Cage have, game, like Detroit. Yeah. So we're going to have to plan. <laughs> like, like, this is the plan. This is our new plan. That was wrong too. That was because mm-hmm. what ended up happening is BJ's head falls down. And then like, while it's obscured, a drone... <laughs> <laughs> like, even just thinking about it is hilarious. Yeah, no, you can't of. even say this with yeah. a straight face. Yeah, a drone grabs his head and also drops like another mannequin head. So to the outside, it just looks like oh, BJ's head's falling. It's all yeah. over. And then the yeah. drone just carries his his head through some vents to get it to set Roth. And he like you know connects some some cords into his neck hole. That was and- so disturbing to watch him just yeah. <laughs> Just like, uh, I don't know, just like a fork into a Thanksgiving Day turkey, man. Ugh. Right. And, you know, he's just like, we only have 20 seconds. We have 20 seconds. We have to before get this bra- into him. And the yeah, brain, before the before brain, brain dies. dies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, it was so wow. crazy. I, Dude, my mouth was just on the floor. I was just <laughs> like, what is actually happening? And then they pull a Futurama and keep his head alive in a jar. Yeah. 
which that was great that was fucking amazing <laughs> and uh while your head's in the jar you know like everyone's saying like oh it's so good to see you so alive waskowitz we'll figure and something then you out can for control you your head in the jar too yeah, you can you control your perspective yeah. and you're like blinking <laughs> <laughs> and and I just love that in that moment, Seth's like, hey, so we are we have three contraptions for you, but I can only make one of them work, and it will change the gameplay. Which one do you want? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. The one that gives me a fucking body first? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one did you choose? So what are the three choices? So you have yeah. one, like your shoulders. Like basically right? shoulder then, pads. And then the other one where your feet. Can like it your get, legs extend or something like that? What's yeah, the third power? It you gives remember? you a walker, and then the other one's a constrictor, which lets you go through small vents. Oh yeah. So for stealth, so do you want stealth gameplay, run and gun, or do you want to be opened up to new areas, kind of thing? Which one did you right. select? Um, I went with the walkers, but you sh- really? it should be mentioned that you can get all three in one playthrough. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Which one did you choose? I chose the shoulder pads because I I loved dual shotgunning and just mm. running all over people. I just loved being a, a ball of death. Yeah. No, that was really fun. Um, yeah. No, I eventually got all three of them, and it feels really good to be able to use all three, honestly, whenever you want. Dude, um, I didn't know you could do that. Wow. Yeah, you, you get them by like playing through all the side missions that they unlock like near the I end see. of the game. Uh, okay. I didn't do any yeah. of those, yeah. Yeah, it's, it wasn't worth back. it. it was oh, no, so it. I shouldn't go back. No, nah, I would not. <laughs> um, if I go back in this game, it's to play the other storyline. For absolutely, yeah. 100%. Um, so, yeah, the, you you, get, you choose a contraption, and then through some, you know, like, weird neo-Nazi technology, Jewish technology bullshit, they're like, hey, we have a new body for you. We're just going to... Yeah, it was a, it was a Nazi... Um, it was a Nazi-engineered perfect human body. Yeah. Right? Like, what they were trying to achieve with the Aryan race. It was, like, the perfect specimen. And that's what they attached BJ to. Yeah, they just plunked his head right on there, and <laughs> there you go. Now, now you're playing the game. Now you're playing with power. Yeah, superpower. Yeah, um, Nazi power. Yeah, and that that's at that point that you finally get a hundred HP, but you only get a hundred armor as well instead of two hundred uh, armor yeah. from before. Yeah, interesting. So yeah, man, I I loved that moment because that was like so gratifying. You know, it's like I thought BJ would be dead, but now he's like better than before like way better man it was it was exciting i was like okay well i i thought i genuinely thought that bj was dead i genuinely thought the game is just going to throw it to complete left field it's going to change and and i i'm glad it didn't because bj was a great character but i was ready for it same uh so yeah your first mission in your new body is to go to nolens new orleans so i just feel like new orleans the specter of katrina and the memory of that, I feel like, is still, like, over this country. I think people, you hear that word and you you think of very specific thoughts. And yeah. to go to New Orleans, Nazi-controlled New Orleans, where, by the way, they build a wall. Where have you heard this before? They build mm-hmm. a wall in around an entire city to put the undesirables inside of. And basically yeah. starve out and kill. And it's perform genocide. Basically a giant ghetto. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. So I don't want to spend too considering where america is today like in real life yeah in this storyline like fuck so i don't want to spend too much time on the nolans part just because to me it was probably the weakest part of the story um you know you you go through these levels and you finally meet horton boone you know who's the leader of that small resistance and i feel like they didn't really develop those characters that much like they were just kind of there they came in at the end yeah and um that's what i meant when i said earlier that i liked half of the new characters mm-hmm. this second half here i did not like as much they Dude, were just what's the, na- too new. what's the name of the guy that plays the clarinet though 
I don't even know. That's how oh, he's so yeah. good though. That character's good. <laughs> That's how new they were. It's like usually I'm pretty good with names, but it's like they didn't give you much time with them, and it's kind of you know, meh. That whatever. whole scene though, when he meets Boone, that whole scene was incredible. Oh yeah, with like basically them trying to drink each other under the table. Oh, it was so good. It was such a good scene, man. In any movie, that would have been a great scene. Yeah. Let alone a game, I think. It was one of the one of the best scenes, one of the most memorable scenes in the game, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, so Horton joins your uh joins your resistance. You set off another nuke, by the way, to help free your <laughs> ship by using the shockwave of the nuke to free your ship from like being hinged or something on the uh, land or some shit as someone who's actually been in the presence and in and around a actual german u-boat in a museum in chicago i just thought it was such a badass idea to have home base be in a u-boat i yeah. can't think of any other game where that's been the case it's just really imaginative just well thought out well developed and, and it was really cool right so we get here now to the part where <laughs> This may be the second oh, favorite part of the game for me. This was like, oh right, this is a this is a Bethesda <laughs> game. You know, the yeah. people that brought you Doom, the people that brought you Skyrim. Like, this is where the insane shit happens. Okay, so you didn't beat like half of the game, the first game, right, Jack? That's right. Did you get to the moon in the first game? Yes, I didn't. I didn't know that happened. Did you? Okay, so yeah, you go to the moon in the first game. That's awesome. Yeah, which is, by the way, where, like, it's not where the line, like, fuck you, moon comes from, but, like, they're <laughs> alluding to the fact that you go to the moon later. Uh-huh. And while I was playing through the second game, I was like, okay, the story's really great so far. It's, like, really fun. But, you know, like, that first game had that set piece where they're like, we're just going to send you to the fucking moon for a mission. <laughs> and I was like, are they going to top that? Are they maybe just not going to try? Right. <laughs> and then they, they're like. They sure went for it. All right. Yeah. And then they were like. So we're going to send you to Venus. <laughs> so you're going to <laughs> Venus because the Nazis built a base there. So no one can d- discover like the research they're working on and their nuclear codes and whatever yeah, it was. Like- and, and by the way, you're going to go there and meet Hitler. And you're also going to now kill this famous actor and impersonate him. So you can audition for the role of BJ Blazkowicz in a in a movie that Hitler is making. <laughs> A propaganda film to tell the sta- the tale of how they killed B.J. Blazkowicz. So you're alive. The whole world thinks you're dead. It's it's I it, I have no words. It's bonkers. Yeah, yeah. I I loved every second of that whole sequence. How where, like, much weed? How much weed was being smoked in that writer's room, dude? At Machine Games, when <laughs> they came up with this whole sequence. Like a village worth oh, wow. of weed for sure. Oh wow! So yeah, I just I loved every bit of that moment. The fact that you actually have to remember your lines because you're trying to yeah. be an actor. The fact Never that he tries script, to yeah. write, like, he tries to write them on his hands, but he sweats <laughs> too much and they smudge yeah. up. Like yeah, it's really great. Um, yeah, I messed that part up a couple times too. Oh, what happened when you messed it up, dude? Hitler, Hitler like, shoots shoot you? you in the face. Of course he does. Yeah, Good. you die. He's a psychopath. He's a maniac, dude. When you yeah. first meet Hitler. It's so scary because he's obviously senile. He's obviously lost his mind. He's delusional. He's having hallucinations. He just kills for fun for no reason. And no one punishes him. That director lady who seems like she's a sane person. She just lets Hitler do whatever he wants. He pisses on the ground in front of everybody. He pukes all over the place. He cares not anymore, right? He's just completely gone, completely insane. I mean, because he's one, right? Like he's God now. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, like the fact that you get to see Hitler there was really cool. Uh, memorizing your lines was cool, and I loved how it's like as an actor, you're not that great of a BJ, but when you're in combat, you're a really good BJ. But you're almost like the real BJ, you know, yeah, like yeah. how violent it gets when he's doing the the quote stunts against that Nazi uh, soldier. He ends up, and um, the way that Hitler falls in love with him, with him is that. Uh, BJ just shoots the Nazi guy that he's doing the scene with, just kills him right there on the spot. Yeah. And Hitler appreciates that brutality. Now, now, let me ask you, there's there's that part where you're walking to that like glass box where you're going to do the scene with a Nazi uh-huh, soldier. Uh-huh. Did you look at Hitler while you were walking there? I learned after the fact that you could actually stomp his neck and break his neck. Yes. But you get killed immediately if you do immediately. that. And you have to restart. Did you do it? Oh, of course. Okay. I wish I did it in the <laughs> gameplay, but I, I learned after the fact I was just kind of, I guess I had my blinders on. <laughs> right. No, I, I love that that was a thing. You could like, I just thought you could look at him and it'd be like, oh, well, there's Hitler. And then you walk forward. But then, then the prompt came up, like, press E. And I was like, <gasps> No, it's crazy. Yeah. You get to kill Hitler <laughs> for just a fleeting moment, but you cannot progress the game unless you leave him alive. Sadly, right? Um, I guess and, that's for the yes, that's for the sequel, right? Yeah. And what's funny enough is later in the game, you'll read some postcards that Hitler is exchanging with that director lady, and he says, "Like now that my secret base has been compromised, like I'm going to move my base to an even more secret location. I'll tell you when, like." at an undisclosed mm. time later i can only assume we're going to go to mars and wolfenstein or the sun yeah the surface <laughs> of the sun that's fine maybe <laughs> another galaxy maybe we'll maybe. go to where mass effect is yeah <laughs> in the next one i wouldn't be surprised some space station somewhere yeah but man, that, that was, was completely that venus level was so cool i mean that was completely out of left field i had no idea who could ever predict that? Right. Oh, we're going to go fight Hitler on Venus. Like, look, I even Fuck. knew that they went to the moon in the first game, and I didn't yeah. even think, like, yeah, a whole other planet. That makes sense. I, that To me, that was the highlight of the... That whole scene on Venus was probably the highlight of the whole game for me. Yeah, In absolutely. a game full of awesome, awesome scenes, if you can't tell already. Right. Uh, so, let's see. We're getting toward the end here. So, you get back to Earth. They steal by, the codes. He successfully steals the codes. And then you steal a flying saucer. That's right. The Nazis have developed a flying saucer that you can just travel between Venus and Earth. And by the way, when you do side missions that are on Venus, you just take that saucer back to Venus. It's very casual. It's very, yeah. Like you're going to the grocery store. Yeah. That's funny. So, um, yeah, you come back to Earth and they're like, yeah, we're gearing up. Now, here's our next big mission. We're going to take the Osmerzer. We're going to take that big ship that Frau mm-hmm. Engel flies around all the time. We're yeah. going to stick it to the Nazis by taking that. Yeah, when and, when you actually get, oh, I guess we'll get to this later, but you kind of return to early levels, right, in the game because you start out on the Osmerzer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, in yeah. the very beginning of the game. And so I was kind of like, oh, they're just rehashing this. I remember being here. That was kind of weird. Right. Um. So, I don't know. For me, I'm curious. When when you were starting out that mission, where did you feel you were in the game in terms of pacing? Like, Did you feel like you were near the end? Yeah, I thought I was near the end because it just seemed like a big deal to get those codes from Hitler. And, like, you you seem like you're going back to take Earth back, kind of your master chief, right? And taking right. the fight to the Covenant. So, I, I got that sense. And, plus, I knew that the game was roughly 10 hours or so so i knew how long i had been playing i figured i got to be getting there soon so i had the sense i was near the end and then when i got up to the top of the osmoser and it looked it reminded me of like the avengers airship (laughs) except notified and i was like this looks cool this looks great skyboxes are on point i was like this could totally be the end of the game 
Yeah, that that last fight was kind of ass against those two giant mechs. Like after a wave of the heavy it was soldiers, a, it was a cool idea. It was easy for me. I played the game. I full disclosure, I played the game after struggling for a long time. I talked about it on the show. I put it all the way down to the easiest uh, difficulty, and the game was so much more fun to play that way. I I barely died. It took it took effort for me to die with that mode, but it just made the game more fun. I think able to mow down Nazis. It felt like I was playing Geometry Wars in a way. <laughs> right. I, I still kept it at normal, so that, that last bit was a little tough for me. Did you die a bunch? A bunch. It was a Re- little tough. Really? Yeah. So I didn't die once. Yeah. And I had um, so much ammo and stuff. It was just a good time. Yeah, so I don't know. I, for me, when I beat those two giant mechs, I was feeling like, okay, so we just took the Osmerger, but like, there's there's got to be something else big. Like there has to be something else bigger than this to like really. Like Frau is still there, right? So what? Yeah. She, what, what's that going to fucking be like? You know. Right, and I also liked. I'm I'm curious what your thoughts were of that scene uh, when Anya comes into the picture at the end of the Osmerger level. Okay, so you're d- going. You're <laughs> on your way, right, to kill Frau, who is um, broadcasting from the Osmerger. She's broadcasting a show, like a late night talk show, right? Well, no, and I she's thought the she. Guest. W- she wasn't on the Ars Mercer. She was like at the studio on Earth. Oh, I, the studio wasn't on the ship. No. Oh, I'm I messed something it, up there. The, <laughs> the the idea was that while while the master is gone, you take the home. Okay, you know? and then you land the ship and then go kill her. Is that what it was? Yeah. Gotcha. My bad. Okay, so right before that though, BJ gets in a little bit of trouble and gets uh, bailed out by Anya. <laughs> In that scene, do you want to detail what happens? Sure. So it's crazy, uh, dude. It's the crazy. door, like the door opens. There's like Panzer Huns and there's super super soldiers and whatever. And Anya just like like knee slides over, throws a couple grenades their way, All and then motion. like yeah, and then tackles BJ over like this little crevice so that way they are protected from the explosion. And then she straddles him, faces the Nazis, two assault rifles face at him, takes off her shirt tits out uh, yeah, shoots everything fully fully pregnant by the way yeah, fully yeah. pregnant completely topless starts screaming bloody murder n- blows up the nazis blood goes all over her and she's just like two machine guns like Aah! yeah like like uh, arnold schwarzenegger in commando or some shit yeah and then uh the next scene you see her she's wrapped <laughs> in bj's jacket and i'm just like that was like, interesting that was, yeah, was, and then and what's the funny part that made me really laugh was when it cuts to bj's face and he's just falling in love all over again <laughs> yeah I, I mean how could you not though right he's like wow it's just so awe-inspiring it was, yeah it was a thing it was it's was a moment maybe right. some would say one of the best moments in gaming this year <laughs> <laughs> um so we get to the final scene where you infiltrate this tonight show the jimmy carver show okay and there's Frau Engel. She's sitting there and she's like, oh, yeah, it was a blast to kill VJ Blaskowitz because he was the worst terrorist ever. And, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just kind of sneaking through the crowd. And I don't know if you actually bothered to look at the crowd, but it was I all did. just cardboard cutouts. I did notice that. Yeah, it was a fake. And, and then just like laugh tracks and clap tracks like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no one was there. And yeah. you're crawling through. You're sneaking around through the bleachers. You get on this elevator to climb up, you know. And like go over some catwalks, sneaking up on stage with nothing but a hatchet, nothing but a hatchet, because he's you, like, "This has got to be close." He said something like that to that effect. Yeah, and you get to the stage, <sighs> and they see you, and Frau pulls out a pistol to try and kill you, and she loses an arm in the process. <laughs> <sighs> it's and then, such a great moment. And she then, tries to stab you, 
and and BJ's like, that's great and all, but I'm going to put a hatchet in your eyeball. In your face. And, and then twist it around to make sure Ooh. your skull literally cracks. Splits in half, apart. eyeball out on her cheek. Oh, it was graphic, yeah, but it's it the only was, way. It's the only way. It was very gruesome. Frau Angle could have gone down. She deserved a, worse. Yes. And while that scene was very cool, that's the end. And to me, it felt a little bit abrupt, honestly. It felt oh, kind of like, sure. oh, maybe like something else like maybe a big boss battle no it's hard hard to say but somewhat anticlimactic a little for bit sure. it took me by surprise uh and i was like oh just another cutscene. i was okay with this and then it flashed like wolfenstein 2 like for like yeah. a frame right and i was like oh no and then it flashed machine games and i was like oh no this is the end this is the credits <laughs> oh shit i was i was sad but i guess it's because you know you're so engrossed in the story and you you want to you want it to keep going See, part of me had like high hopes for a second because when they flashed Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, I was like, are they pulling a Dragon Age Inquisition where like 30 hours in they show you the title of the game and then there's like 70 hours more of gameplay? Is that what's going on here? Mm-hmm. But, you know, knowing knowing machine games, knowing what Wolfenstein the New Order was like, there's no way, right? Like that was the end. And as cool as it was, like the journey was incredible. I think it just stumbles a little bit there at the end because I think they very clearly wanted to set up a sequel, a trilogy of some kind. And they decided like we can, this is a good cutting off point for us to launch Wolfenstein three, the new game, man. And with this end and with this story here, I'm just so looking forward. I'm so heavily anticipating Wolfenstein three. Same. Oh, it's just gonna because be. you know, you know, Mecha Hitler is in it. It has to be that Mecha Hitler is a f- very famous retro villain from the very first Wolfenstein. Oh yeah, on Amiga or some shit like you know. And you, we've been waiting ever since we heard Wolfenstein was making a comeback. You're waiting for Mecha Hitler at all times, and it's gonna happen now. Man, I cannot wait for that. That game Ooh, is gonna. I be know. Incredible. I'm like, like, I'm like genuinely very, very, very excited. It's been a long time since I've anticipated a sequel like this you know yeah oh it's gonna be good man that so, game is so good it's so good it, Although, it's good but then it leaves you with a sour taste in your mouth at the it, very it, end because like <laughs> i'm i'm a fan of twisted sister right they've got like two good songs the pretty yeah, good they, stuff they got some good songs. they got some rock yeah. anthems some arena anthems oh absolutely if you're not familiar with twisted sister go listen to their two songs that they're known for and you mr know, sister and uh yeah they have this one song called we're not gonna take it great power <laughs> anthem great like yeah fuck the man we're we're not gonna take it oh and the game ends with a death metal uh, not death metal but like it's, it's hard. really it's, it's like a prog <laughs> metal yeah, it's the super heavy choir slash screamo slash terrible slash off key, which is the most gre- grievous offense. Is yeah. it's off key? <laughs> I honestly, I think the bigger offense is how long it goes. Because I was like, it has to be over now, right? And like, nope, no, it's not. What about now? No. Easily, I, I want to say that this is one of the worst songs I've ever heard at the end <laughs> of a game. But I am going to go out on a limb and say this might be one of the worst songs I've ever heard. Same, and they decided to end the game with it, and I and I love the the meaning of the song. You know, we're not going to take it, you Nazis. We're going to fight. For and I like right. the idea. Yeah, I like the idea of a metal cover of that song. It's just the the thought and the concept is all right there. But I'm with you. But the execution was lacking. Not so great. But look, 
even though the game kind of stumbles at the end, it has so many, so many good moments. Look, we've been talking about this for like 50 minutes. Yeah. I'm assuming that you've played through this at this point, too. So, you know how good it is. You just listen to us gush about a game that you just, you beat yourself. Any game. I mean, you talk about the greats, right? You talk about like Bioshock, Metal Gear. You talk about some of the great storylines, some of the Uncharted games, uh, The Witcher. Any one of these scenes in Wolfenstein would be the highlight of almost any game. But to have like a dozen incredible, like I'm dead serious, man, incredible scenes, like so densely packed into one game. If the gameplay was was could only hold a candle, right, to the story, yeah. uh, this game would be one of the one of the best games of all time. But you know, it, it's not a perfect game. Uh, it, the gameplay, the 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 moment to moment combat, the shooting, the so a bit of the repetition. You know, it has issues, but I still fully and wholeheartedly recommend this game to anyone that enjoys video games at all. You know, I would say a good story, I think. Yeah. Like you need to play this game. It's a must play, I think, because look, I watch a lot of movies. We watch a lot of shows between the three of us on the show. And this story like is one of the strongest of, of any entertainment entertainment medium that I can think of. This is a great, great story that needs to be experienced, especially with like, again, like the way that the country is now and the commentary that this game has on that uh, political climate, it's, you know, it even hits an extra chord. So I, I, I have to say, I really truly love this game. I think it's a great game. Uh, one of the best of the year. We'll see what happens, you know, uh, how it stands up with the other great games came out this year. But I mean, I, I would say, you know, you know it. Like I said, if you're here listening to this now, you know how good it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This game was fantastic, and it was a great sequel to like the first game, which I didn't expect to have like a super stellar story. I just thought, oh, this will be a fun little romp through Wolfenstein killing some I, Nazis. Now I get a treat. Now I get to go play the second half of the first game. Now, yeah, that's like a it, treat for me, <laughs> which is also very good. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm uh, very excited to do it now because it'll be like playing the prequel. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> way to think of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, this game is, like, magnificent. It's the kind of game where, like, you could play it in a room with your friends and, like, try to just work to get to the cutscenes and it'd just mm-hmm. be, like, a treat For to sure. sit there with people and, like, watch what it is. Like, this honestly kind of makes me want a Wolfenstein movie, like, based on this Oh yeah, imagining of Wolfenstein. And oh, this, yeah. You know, alternate history, 1960s world. Like, it's so great. It's the so only cool. the only studio I can think of. There's two studios that I feel like do storyline and cutscenes as good as this. And one of them's fucking Blizzard. Mm. And then the other one is uh, Naughty Dog. You know, yeah, I think for sure. I think I think they're all, you know, operating at, at an elite level uh, in this. So it's it's yeah. it's something it's, to see. It's too bad. Those cutscenes Blizzard makes will never be in a game. But uh, hey, what can you do? Did you get the achievement for staying after the credits? Yeah, no. You, you didn't stay on. You you shut the game down before the credits were over. Uh, remind me what happens at the end there. Well, you just you wake up at the U boat and you get to continue playing. Right. I don't know. I, I do remember staying after the credits, but I don't remember like getting an achievement for it. Okay. All right. But yeah. Yeah, uh, what's unfortunate, this game this doesn't really have uh, an end game. All you can do is like do those side missions where you kill the Ober Commandos. You say it's not really worth it. It's not worth it. You just go through the levels you've already gone through in the game, but without a strong story to like keep you going, like, oh, what's going to happen next? Like, it's hard to stick with it. So what? So. But there is a big choice. We didn't. We kind of brushed over that. There is a big choice to make early in the game where you decide who lives and who dies, and you choose between who Wyatt and who. 
Wyatt and Fergus. And Fergus. So we both pick Fergus, but apparently if you play as Wyatt, that's the only way to see the uh, the LSD, LSD, yeah, like hallucination scene that will look, like made waves at E3 and was one of the big reasons I wanted to play this game. So to me, that's the reason to go back and replay it, is to see the other storyline. I wonder what levels were or experiences were maybe like Fergus exclusive, right? Right. Like, do you not even go to New Orleans? Does it even get that crazy? Like, who knows? No, I, I think like, New all, Orleans. The, all the major story beats are there. Um, I know because I've, I've seen video of like the ending. Uh, Wyatt makes a really good speech at the end, like after you kill Frau Angle and like you're oh, talking okay. to the American people. Okay. I mean, he makes a really nice speech there, which is cool. Revolution. Um, yeah. Revolution. No, this game is fantastic. Definitely one of the gems in this this amazing year yeah for no, software it, like holy it's crap. fantastic man it's probably time to wrap it up man it's too yes. much not to killing for one episode too, yeah it's it's time to probably end this just know <laughs> that like this game may not win my game of the year which is mo- not a testament against this game but a testament to just how great this whole year has been honestly this it's is going to be one of my fondest memories this year absolutely like, it's definitely stand out top five for sure stand out easily so, yeah, that should be it for us on this Tiny Disc Big Spoilers episode here. Uh, probably don't need to do our normal sign-offs yet. Um, so you can no, hit you, us. Yeah, you're going to get an extra episode. You're going to get a regular episode, too, on top of these spoiler casts. So yes. Look forward um, to that. So, yeah, we're still going to do our normal episode. Tune in for that on Thursday. And uh, we'll see you later. Wolfenstein. Bye-bye. <laughs>